Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled, Should I Be Doing More? I want to start by focusing on a scripture passage. You've heard this passage before, but I think it is a wonderful passage to begin with. It's the workers in the vineyard. So if you're at home and you want to open up your Bible, feel free to join me here. We're in Matthew chapter 20. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too, go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off, and he went out again around noon and around three o'clock, and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, he found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too, go into the vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to the foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the land landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden in the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I'm generous? Okay, this is Matthew chapter 20. And I think it's the perfect passage to share as we reflect on this concept of should I be doing more? Let me begin by saying this. I think for many people living the Christian life, for those who are pursuing holiness, for those who are at least attempting to be the person that they're called to be, this question undeniably will come up. There will be a moment in your life or moments where you will find yourself looking at what you're doing for the kingdom of God and finding yourself asking, should I be doing more? I think it takes a certain level of spiritual maturity to get to that point, but it is a question that each and every one of us should be asked. Or maybe I should say each and every one of us should be asking ourselves. So why do I start with Matthew chapter 20? Why do I share this passage? Well, I think this passage can go a few different ways. But in short, I believe it's a reflection of the kingdom of heaven. That God is letting each and every one of us know that if we do his will, We have the ability to be with him one day in heaven. So they're talking about the wages at the end. 
for each and every one of us, this can be compared to our final destination of heaven. God is telling each and every one of us that we have the ability to be with him. And the thing that allows each and every one of us to have some peace of mind is that it's not based on the first day of our lives. Although it is helpful to live a holy life throughout, it is not necessary. It's not essential for the journey to heaven. What do I mean by that? I'm saying that if you are a late convert or had a reversion to the faith, you have the ability to still be holy, to be a saint, to make it to heaven. And there's great comfort in that, knowing that no matter what your life has looked like in the short term, or maybe even throughout, maybe you've lived 20 years of debauchery or 20 years of a life that was foreign to the Christian ideals, there's still comfort to know that the Lord Jesus can still use you, still wants to use you, and still wants you to be with him in heaven. And I think if we look at the different times going out to the field, uh, for some of us, we were baptized into the Catholic faith. And we, from the get-go, were raised in this and we're trying to live it out. And there's beauty in that. And so maybe we can look at ourselves and say, we're the person who started in the vineyard at 9 a.m., right? You know, when the sun came up. But there are also many of you maybe who are listening to this who feel very differently, who feel like you either, maybe at no fault of your own, you weren't raised in the faith. Maybe Christianity was foreign to you. It wasn't until your adulthood that you finally met our Lord. Or maybe your parents raised you in the faith, but it wasn't something that you ever felt a strong connection to. And so you went off on your own when you got to that age, maybe in in high school or college, and you stopped going to church or you stopped practicing the faith entirely. And it wasn't until many years later that you came back to it. But this passage is telling you that the Lord Jesus is willing and desiring to give you all that you've been created for. He's willing to give you the greatest gift, the gift of being with him in heaven. If only you go out and toil in the vineyard today. So there's something to be said about today. Now, I've talked a lot about that passage. I just think it's so important as a reminder for each and every one of us that to be holy starts with today, that nobody is too far gone. Nobody is past the opportunity to be with our Lord in heaven. No, it is possible for each and every one of us. And it starts with today. So if you feel like you've lived a life that is against what the Lord teaches, or maybe you even currently, maybe somehow you found this podcast, somebody sent it to you, and you were you were listening to it more just to appease them, and are living a life that is completely aside from what God has intended, just know this, that He still wants you. He's still working on you, and He's willing to work with you, to be with you. He desires you. 
And all you have to do is say, yes, Lord, today I want to give myself to you. And he'll work with that. So going back to this question that I, you know, am, am, am really focused on here today, should I be doing more? I think that's a question that no matter where you are in your faith journey, you should be asking. But of course, it's easier uh, when you have a deeper faith or or maybe a more mature faith. Why do I say that? Well, you know, each and every person uh, has been given different things. And so you've heard the, the phrase, too much has been given, much is expected. I think when we've been given a lot, this question is going to hit harder on our hearts. And I think if the Lord has blessed you with that, where you find yourself answering or asking this question in your day-to-day life, that's a good thing. And don't, don't turn aside from that. Instead, respond to it. Let, it. let it dwell up in your heart. Let it convict you so that you live in a way that is, is good for your journey with the Lord. And so I, I want you to ask this question to yourself. You know, if you were to give an account of maybe even just what you've done today, maybe you're listening to this and it's, you know, in the afternoon, what would you be proud of what you've been able to do for the Lord? Or would, would what you've done today make you blush? I use that phrase quite often, even sometimes in my own uh, speech when I'm talking to my friends, but I think it's a valuable point. If someone were to ask you to give an account of what you've done, would you be proud or or would it make you blush? And maybe let's just leave just today. What about the last week? Or maybe even just the last month? Sometimes we, we can look at the day and say, oh, well, it's just been one of those days. That's okay. I understand. I've been there. There quite often. But then let's look at a, a longer stretch. Let's look at a week or, or maybe even a month. Or let's go into this past year. We're in the, the month of November. Have your last 11 months been memorable? Have you served well? Have you cared for others? Have you lived holiness in your daily life? Have you pursued him? I think asking ourselves these questions are are so important. And it's not to embarrass ourselves. No, it's truly to get us thinking. If you look at the lives of the saints, they were, in many cases, little messes. They, They failed greatly. They had things that were less than what's the right word, less than glorious things that you can only imagine that many of them wanted to hide. They were fighting with themselves and their own failings every day. And yet, what did they do? They, they pushed on. And so by the end of their lives, they were able to at least be at peace knowing that they did what the Lord asked, even if they did fail time and time again. And so I think we need to be thinking about that. If we're asking ourselves this question of, should I be doing more? It starts with just asking that question. And and I'll say this, in today's age, I believe it is just so easy 
to unintentionally focus on yourself. What do I mean by this? Well, well, just think. We find ourselves doing our thing. And there's nothing wrong with our thing. You know, maybe we're big health nuts. And so we spend two hours a day at the gym. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. Or maybe we really just work super hard. And when the day concludes, when the workday concludes, we, we sit and binge Netflix because it's just been a long day. Or maybe your thing is just you love connecting with people. So you spend every free moment having friends over or visiting friends and just getting to chat. There's nothing wrong with any of these things. And I think in many ways they're good. And yet if they're all we do... I think we can find ourselves saying, voila, we, we haven't done anything for others. We haven't really served anyone. Now, of course, in each one of these instances, you could probably say, well, I did this for this person. Or, you know, when I spent that time with those people, I, you know, I was listening to them. I was consoling them. And, and I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to ask you or telling you that these interactions are bad or, you know, for the person who's spends their free time working out, I think that's good. It's, it's good to work on self-discipline and, and develop that and work on self and strengthening yourself and taking care of yourself, eating healthy, exercise. These are all good things. And yet we still have to ask ourselves the question, are we doing things for others? Are we doing enough for building up the kingdom of God? Because we can work on self-improvement, but it, it, it does little if we don't then, in turn, go and do things for other people to so serve and to care for those who are most in need. And I think another thing to understand here is, if you've made it this far in today's episode, I think we have to also ask the question, or consider, just a stage in life. I think that's so important. Because what you're capable of doing and what your focuses are, I do believe should be based on your stage in life. I'm a married man and have been now for the last year and a half plus, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that when I record some of these podcast episodes, I still vividly think of my time as a single person. Why? Well, for the first 28 years of my life, that's what I experienced. That's what I was in. And so I know what that's like, but I also know that singlehood offers such a beautiful opportunity to really and truly work on helping other people. You're never going to have a stage in life where you're going to have more time to give Talk to any married person, talk to any married person with children, talk to even a priest or a religious, and they'll tell you that your time is not your own. But when you're in that singlehood, be it discerning marriage or discerning religious life or the priesthood, it is the greatest time for the service of other people and working on self as well. 
So I invite you, if you're listening to this, to, to take advantage of that, if that's the stage you're in. And from there, you're called to live out your vocation. So, you know, if you're in this uh, stage of singleness, live that out. Live out the service of others. But if you're married, of course, it is not wrong to know that your first vocation, actually, it's essential to know that your first vocation is to your spouse and then then your children. And of course, God on top of both of those. But um, here, you know, from a setting of, of persons, you know, it of course starts with your spouse and your children. Serve those people. Do not ever, uh, of course, uh, let anything get in the way of how you treat and go about living for those people. I'm not at all speaking of neglect, but also recognize that in most cases, you can continue to do things for other people outside of just them. My dad always had a wonderful way of doing this when we were children He loved my mom so well. He'd do anything for her. He'd do anything for us children. But he also understood that he was called to do more than just serve us and love us. So he would bring us children along along for different opportunities to serve. There were some sisters uh, that were about 30 minutes, 40 minutes away from us. Uh, We grew up right outside of Cleveland. And so we'd go into Cleveland occasionally and just serve with them. And it was little things like that, that I won't forget. There was also many time where he would have us drive with him to go pray outside the abortion clinic. Little acts. He, he never forgot the call to serve. That was not just his family, but his community as well. And he would bring his family along for those moments. And I think there was greatness there. So if you're listening to this, ask yourself, how are you emptying yourself? Live out your vocation, no doubt, but also strive to love Christ in all circumstances. Give and do not count the cost. Because when we die, I hope that each and every one of us can look at that Matthew chapter 20. We can look at that verse and say, I was in the field, Lord. I toiled for you. And here I am looking for, quote unquote, repayment for the work that I've done. I got a buddy here in Charlotte where I live, and I want to share just briefly about him because I think he's a wonderful example of what we should all strive for. When we're asking ourselves this question, should I be doing more? For me personally, I look to my neighbor, Zuhair. Zuhair is a wonderful man. He's married, has a wonderful wife. They have one kid. He owns his own business. And from what I can tell, he's been very successful in that. And yet I've never met someone outside of maybe my father who better displays Christ-like love for his neighbor. What do I mean? Or what's an example? Zuhair is the type of person who truly sees Christ in everyone that he comes across and also tries to be Christ in every encounter. This was wonderfully shown to me many a time in just my interactions with him and the people that he knows. But 
most especially he had a friend that he made when he was living in Illinois. And this man was, uh, for all intents and purposes, he, he was a homeless man, but he, he worked and he, you know, he, he did what he could from what I could tell, but Zuhair had become great friends with him and this man was Catholic. So, you know, they would talk about the Lord and, uh, this man had moved here from somewhere in, in Asia and had just been living in the States for a long time. Well, sadly, uh, this man passed away a few months back and when he passed away, he had Zuhair down as his first person to contact. So Zuhair gets a call saying that his friend had passed away. This is a man, again, who was a homeless man in his local town. Zuhair got up, dropped everything he had going on with his business, and went to Illinois to arrange his funeral. And, of course, more importantly for Zuhair, you know, to, to work on his, his mass and his burial. This is a man who I believe, hopefully most days, when he asks himself this question, should I be doing more, is able to say, Lord, I, I give you it all. And so too should each and every one of us be able to say that same thing, or at least strive for that. This is the type of love we are called to. So that's my invitation to you. If you've listened to this episode, I just think it's so important that we be striving for holiness, that we be striving to give ourselves fully over to the Lord, because he wants us to love others as we want to be loved. And there's, there's value there. So that's my invitation to you guys today. Thanks for listening. Should you be doing more? Most likely. How do you do that? By seeing Christ and the people you encounter. Starting with that, getting outside of yourself, looking for those opportunities to serve and to love, saying no to selfishness, instead saying yes to grace. And I promise you, that no matter where you are in your faith journey, the Lord is willing to walk with you and be with you. So rest easy in that. Thank you so much for listening. If you like today's podcast, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review. Again, we shout out our sponsors. That's Good Catholic and The Catholic Company. God bless. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details.